What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Back to Life podcast with Nico TJR. I am Nico, your host, and today we are going to be talking about business. How did I get into everything that I'm in? Because when you look around the room, literally, you're like, bro, what do you do? I get that question so much, and I always look at myself and I go, I don't even know myself. Okay, but that's okay. We're going to get to the bottom of it. I'm going to help encourage you a little bit. We'll talk about what you can get into to get into the thing you want to be in, um, what that looked like for me, my path, my journey. So anyways, we'll start with my family's background. My parents came here. If this is the first time you're listening to one of my podcasts, my parents came here from the Soviet Union in 1989 to Syracuse, New York, um, now the Ukraine, and had three children already at that point. Then they had me and my sister. I'm actually the youngest of five. And then when I was three, we moved down to Chattanooga, Tennessee, My dad has been a brick mason for like 48 years now or something like that. Um, My mom just has been working around doing all different kinds of jobs and everything like that. Um, Just keeping busy, uh, making money and everything like that. But I wanted to tie this in um, to business, okay? Because at the end of the day, this is something I am so grateful for, my upbringing. So when my parents came over here, they spoke no English. They had no money. Um, They came with literally like, I think they said 500 USD. You know, 30 years ago, that's, I guess you could say that's a decent amount of money. But when you have three kids speak no English and you end up having two more kids, in the grand scheme of things, you had nothing. Okay, so um, we were able to, you know, move down to Chattanooga, Tennessee. And what I saw my parents doing is working two or three jobs, not speaking any English. You know, there would be times where we would be translating for our parents. Like we would need to go to school and register, right? I remember as a five-year-old kid, I'm there registering with my mom who doesn't speak good enough English. I mean, she spoke English, right? But after, what, six years, seven, eight years of being in the States, it's still tough when they're asking for certain things. You're not really sure what they're asking for. So now the child becomes the translator in the situation. Or when you're at the doctor, you're having to translate to your parents because you grow up learning English, obviously. You live in the United States of America. That's basically your first language. We also learned Ukrainian, so I can speak that fluently. Um, And... That just caused us, me, I guess, me and my siblings to really just know that, like, whatever it is we got to do, we got to work hard. Like, everybody's got to work hard. There was always this, like, internal, not, there wasn't no competition. You just knew you had to do the right thing. That's just how we were raised. I don't know if it's like that in other families, but you just knew that you had to do the right thing. Don't get in trouble. Make good grades. Keep it moving. And that's just the way life goes. Because if not, you just, it, it just, that's not even a thought. Okay, that we don't even think that way. Like you just just be successful, like get your stuff done. It's up to you. And I want to tie all that into basically my life 20 years ago, I guess. Um, So I remember when we moved down to Chattanooga, Tennessee, we lived in apartments and everything like that. Um, We didn't grow up with with money and everything. Obviously, my parents came from a different country. So we actually had government assistance with like food bank, food stamps, um, which was very helpful. While my parents, they were working two or three jobs, both of them. Um, My siblings would babysit the younger ones. So like the oldest one, um, my sister would babysit the younger ones. Um, My brother ended up going to work with my dad and then they started a business, um, which was a construction business. And, you know, from there, it just kept growing and growing. So you got to imagine you come to a new country. It's a land of opportunity. Why not take that opportunity? Whether you speak the language or not, get to it, figure it out. Let's make something happen, right? It's the American dream. So soon thereafter, I'm five years old. My dad starts building a house um, with the help of my brother. And obviously, you know, in Ukraine, he's done it a few times. So they kind of know the the idea of it. They make sure they're doing everything by code. Um, because here in where we live, like you can build your own house as a homeowner every two years. 
So that's a pretty cool little loophole in, in, in the world. Like, well, here in Chattanooga, Tennessee, at least I'm not sure about other States and whatnot, but so they started building the house. So automatically as a child, I'm five years old, I'm watching a house get built. I don't truly remember it. Like perfectly but there's little snippets i remember being in the house while it was being built bringing food for my dad and my brother while they were working and stuff with my mom like i remember showing up and then i also remember like when i was starting to turn like eight or nine it was these moments where my dad would be like hey you're coming and you're gonna actually help with this like on small little side jobs he would do um because he ended up working for people for a while before he started his business and everything he didn't just come down here and start a business he worked for people um you know developed his skills as a as a block mason as a brick mason as a stone mason and eventually they were like look my brother's like look we just got to start our own thing so that you know we can be that business that people are calling because they did quality work um for a great price and everything like that and then eventually i started remembering when i was a kid i was like man i used to be there like you know, using a shovel, mixing stuff for him, carrying a brick at a time. Like you're a child. You're, you're not over here walking around like a grown man lifting all kinds of stuff. Um, and so basically soon thereafter, I'm like, okay, I'm 10 years old. And I always kind of grew up a little bit quicker. I was, I was bigger. I was taller. Um, and I had a growth spurt when I was like 11 or 12. I was like five, nine at the age of 11 and probably weighed like 150 pounds. So I was very capable of carrying eight inch blocks and bricks and and mixing mortar and everything like that. So I remember in the summer, my dad was like, all right, you're coming to work if you want to or not. Like if, if you want spending money, if you want whatever school, new school clothes, like I wasn't forced to go to work or nothing like that, but I was forced. If you know what I'm saying, like it's, it's, it's your choice, but you better be at work with me. So I'd be getting woke up at six in the morning. Um, and there was a statement he would always say, it's like, it, it was a thing he learned or they used to say to him in the Russian army when it was still like the Soviet army. Um, and it is Padyom and it's like, get up. And so it was at the crack of dawn, he'd get there, um, into my room, wake me up. And I used to get so frustrated as a child. You're like, bro, I'm 11 years old. I do not want to go to work. So in the summers I'd be carrying eight inch blocks, 12 inch blocks, mixing mud, brick, like carrying everything. And by 12, you're like, okay, I am, I'm bigger now. I'm like 165 pounds, 170 pounds. And I'm telling you all this story just to give you a, a kind of like a prelude to, to what I'm going to be talking about of where my life went. Okay, so my entire middle school and high school career, every summer, weekends and stuff like that, um, I was told that I need to go to work if I want, you know, if I need gas money or stuff like that, like that was my job. I wasn't working at a grocery store or something like that. I was doing construction. However, I started playing football in middle school as well. American football. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Ukrainian parents. Why are you playing American football? This is stupid. You're running into each other, this, that, and the other. They ended up being okay with it. They just, you know, it it was tough for them because they're watching me play a sport that they'd never seen in their life. I'm running into people full speed and I'm coming home. My ribs hurt. My ankles hurt. My my hand feels broke. My nose feels like it's just a violent sport. Okay. And so at the end of the day, they're like, yo, this is crazy. I don't know what this guy's doing, but whatever. We're going to let him do his thing. So I played football. I played soccer. I played tennis. Then once I got to high school, still working. Okay. You, now you won't, you really need money for things. You want to go hang out with friends. You better be at work on the weekends. And so you got to imagine I'm in the summer, I'm doing summer workouts. I'm going to, to work, making sure I can make extra money. And then I'm going through different things of like, okay, I want to go to college now. I want to play college football. Ended up tearing my ACL, my senior year of high school, still got to go and play college football. I went to the university of Tennessee in Knoxville, which is the Vols and played there for two years. Um, and that was a great experience. I met some really awesome people and my mindset 
started shifting once I got there. You know, high school ball is easy, right? Middle school ball is easy. Working in the summer, eh, whatever. You're just doing it. But when you get to college, and now all of a sudden, all the responsibilities are in you. Everything is dependent on you. You've got to make things happen. And I was at this point in my life where I was like, holy crap, like this is a full-time job. This is not just for fun. You're there six in the morning, working out, getting taped, getting ready for practice. Then you got class. Then you got meetings. Then you got to watch film. Then you got to do all these different things. Like it's such a strenuous thing when you're turning 17, going to 18 or 19. And you ain't never done that in high school. Like the high school I went to, we weren't doing that crazy amount of, you know, film study or working out like that. It, It was a, it was a great experience to say the least, but it wasn't what college football is. And there's a reason for that because it's the next level. So anyways, one of those things that just for me was, okay, you got to shift into another gear. And so I played college football. I played for two years there, and then I transferred to the University of Tennessee Chattanooga, which is UTC here in my hometown, actually. Um, finished out my playing career um, with my undergrad degree, so my four-year degree. And I was like, ah, oh, I'm probably going to be done. I'm not sure I want to play football anymore, but I still had another year of eligibility. Sent out my film, and then Charleston Southern University in South Carolina offered me a full scholarship um, to come do that. And I was able to get my master's degree in one year as well. So I did that expedited program, um, just just really crammed all the classes in there. Um, big shout out to Coach Chadwell, Jamie Chadwell, and uh, Coach Bullet Bob Garrett um, for giving me that opportunity to come there and actually get that master's degree for free, play football. But unfortunately, I did tear my ACL and every other ligament, and I had a bone fracture in my same knee that I tore in high school. So that ended my career um, sooner than it was supposed to end. Or Actually, I believe everything happens for a reason. So it ended my career when it was supposed to. And beyond that, I was one day at practice after I was hurt and I was like, man, I don't know what to do with my life. I don't know what's next. I don't know what to do. And I was talking to one of our athletic trainers on the sideline and she was like, hey, why don't you become a professor? And I was like, "Ooh, professor, but I'm a little young. I'm not sure if I want to be in that in that scene. And it's gonna be kind of tough because then you're teaching people that are way older than you. And so basically, I was like, what if I became a high school teacher? And bam, I was like, let's do it. So I took all the certification uh, courses that I needed to where I needed to like take a test to become a business teacher and everything. Um, So I never actually majored in education or anything. I was actually a vocational teacher, you could say, um, where I taught business management and business communications. And from there, because my master's degree is in organizational management. So I am all about business. I love business every single day. I love business so much. However, fast forward again, I'm like, okay, I'm a high school teacher what am I going to do now? Like, I don't know. Like, I love what I'm doing. I'm loving the impact I'm having on the kids. This is great. But I I just didn't feel like I was full. Like, I I did not feel content at the moment. I was like, I've been being told what to do my entire life. Now I'm telling people what to do. I just want to go. So I started doing YouTube. um, And that started with the channel Back to Life, Back to Number Two Life. And um, all of a sudden, I was like, yo, this is kind of cool. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to leave and go travel the world. So I take off, I go to Hawaii, um, meet one of my cousins, David, that I had met as a child, like one time. And then we met as adults in Hawaii. I crashed on his couch, which was supposed to be a week long, turned into like two months long. Then we went to Bali together. Then I went by myself to the Philippines. Um, After that, Philippines, Thailand, Sri Lanka, UAE. So I was in Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Then I went to India. Then I went to Mexico. I went to Italy in between some of that. Um, Then I went to Ukraine. I went to Greece. And I'm doing all these different things over the years. 
And while I'm doing all this, I was like, okay, I'm a personal trainer while I'm a teacher. So I was doing something there. I've always got my hand in something. I hate being bored. And so moving forward, I'm like, okay, then I started the YouTube thing. Then I get back home. I partner with a few things, um, with some people and get into different businesses because I, I am an entrepreneur. Like it's just in my, it's in my blood. Like I, I want to do stuff. I hate being bored. Like I said, and so I'm constantly wanting to get into something, do this, do that. And then eventually I'm like, man, okay, let, let me start building my house. I, I was going to have one of my brothers do it um, because he's got his uh, builder's license. And he was like, well, if you're going to film it all, which is another show I have called Nico's Property Show on YouTube. As you can see, I have two uh, play buttons from YouTube there. And it's on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. He was like, if you're going to film it all, I don't truly feel that comfortable being on camera. Why don't you just do it? You basically know how to build a house. If you have questions, just call and me and my your other brother can help you out in whatever way we need to. So I was like, not a bad idea. I guess we can do it. Um, I was like, you think I can do it? He was like, absolutely. So I was like, all right, let's do it then. So then as I'm building my house, I'm like, well, shoot, maybe I need to get my contractor's license. So I take the test. I pass the test. Now I'm getting my builder's license and I'm going to be a, uh, a licensed builder. Um, I'm an entrepreneur and some other things. Um, and I do the YouTube thing. So I'm an influencer. Um, I travel a lot. I love to travel. And at the end of the day, Long story to make one point, but at the end of the day, it's one of those things where like, I hate being bored, right? Um, a lot of people love like the consistency of the same job every day. They clock in, they clock out. I hate that. I want to do something new every single day. I want to get into random stuff. I want to, I want to solve challenge. Like I want to work through challenges on a daily basis. I don't like just dealing with the same thing every single day. It feels so boring. Um, it's almost like listening to someone that's monotone talk for like four hours. You just get bored. You don't feel like listening. So I started going, okay, look, I love doing all these different things. I need to start structuring it into a business. I got to figure out, you know, got to pay bills, got to do more investments, got to do that. I got into real estate, um, partnered with some guys or partnered with my brothers and my dad. And, you know, we're doing real estate and everything like that. But I just love being into all kinds of different things. And a lot of people are like, man, what do you do? I just explained to you, okay, in a matter of like 14 minutes from this point, I do everything. And to me, that drives me. Like, I love that. And I'm going to get into other businesses. As I'm getting older, like as I mature, I understand my limitations as well. Like, yes, I want to grow. I want to get into more stuff. But you got to know, like, you got to have enough money to start another business. You got to have enough experience to start something like that. So I will get into more stuff as I get older, as I mature, because that that's a huge thing of maturity right there. Like you got to understand what you're capable of. And if you have the team to actually start something, because sometimes you'll hinder yourself thinking, oh, I can do it all. I can do this. No, eventually you can only do so much. You're going to run out. You need a team. Um, anything that's, you know, of significance requires a team. I fully believe that. I heard someone say that one time and it's stuck with me forever. And so basically for me, it's all about doing everything strategically because you can work extremely hard and still be broke. You can work barely, you know, one hour a day and be filthy wealthy. Like you can do whatever you want. So I always say people like work extremely hard, but have a strategy behind what you're doing. Because at the end of the day, if you're just constantly grinding, 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 you're getting no sleep, you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to hate what you do. And eventually you're just going to say, I, man, I don't feel like doing this anymore. This is crap. I give up. I'm tired. I don't want to do this no more. I, I just don't like it. And so moving forward for me, life is all about experiences. I, I made a quote to myself like three years ago or four years ago, I was doing my new year's resolutions and I said, chase the experience, not the money. When I started chasing my experiences, the money started coming in. 
And I'm so grateful for that. I used to think chase the money, the experience will come. And when I switched that philosophy in my mind, when I started writing that down and I said, chase the experience, not the money, I started going on experiences that are just invaluable. Things people would pay just thousands and tens of thousands of dollars for, I was able to do for free. I was able to do all kinds of stuff. And then it started just overflowing. Like it was unreal what would happen in my life. So when we're talking about business, when we're talking about doing things, I think there's this very important part of life where you got to understand like whatever it is that you want to do, it's going to take a long time. I've had to do so many things that I don't want to do so that I can do what I actually want to do. It takes doing things that you don't want to do so you can save up money, so you can gain experience, so you can learn valuable things, so you can actually get this in your head and then you can apply that in something. I always talk about like failing forward and, and, and being okay with failing because when you fail through something, and you actually fail forward, you're learning what you don't need to do in the next business. You're learning what you don't need to do in the next relationship. You're learning what could help you grow the next business into a profitable business instead of just doing it as a hobby and losing a bunch of money. So when it comes to business, when it comes to hobbies, like you got to be able to separate personal with business. You got to love what you do. I tell people all the time, they're, they're like, man, you love what you do. I'm like, dude, when you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. That's the bottom line. When you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And every single day when I wake up, I thank God for waking me up and giving me the opportunity to do what I do on a daily basis because I truly love it. I love content. I love business. I love being around people. I love serving people. I love doing all these different things that I'm doing. And it keeps me sane. It keeps me going. It keeps me excited. I, I love that. I like It gives me joy in life. And which among other things that give me joy in life, but I just love business and I love content. So for instance, I love traveling the world. I'll be going around the world. I've gone around the world once. I think I've gone to about 14 countries at this point, maybe 15. I can't remember. Um, and I'm going to keep on touching other countries. I'm going to keep going. And, and that has turned into a business as well. Like, you know, you can go and film these things and you're, you're able to pay for flight tickets. You're able to pay for food, for meals and stuff. Like being a YouTuber is extremely awesome. Being an influencer, having the ability to do what you do on the internet internet while sharing it with other people, sharing other cultures. Like it is amazing what you can do on the internet nowadays, but you got to be willing to actually work for it. You can't just think something's going to show up and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, it's in your face and it's done. No, everything takes time. Everything, like everything from a young age, the work ethic that was instilled in me with my parents, playing college, uh, middle school, high school, college football, going into being a teacher, doing personal trainer stuff. Like everything has shaped my life into what it is today. Everything I've done to this point has shaped me into who I am today. So like be grateful for the past experiences that you have because that is what's shaping you into the future. And you can't sit there and dwell on what you did there and what you did there and you wish you were doing this. No, do what you're doing at the moment extremely hard. Have a strategy. And if you don't like what you do, have a strategy to exit out into what you can be doing, what you love so that you're not sitting there going, oh, I have to go to work every day. I hate this. No, Go to work, know that it's a stepping stone to the next step of what you need to be doing so that you can enjoy your life every single day. So you can have a great time and you can love what you do and that you're not technically working every day of your life. Because like I said earlier, when you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And sometimes they're not all rosy and smell great. Like sometimes you're editing videos. You're like, this is terrible. I hate this. Oh my gosh, my brain is about to explode. But guess what? Once it's done, it's done. You forget that moment even happened. You go to sleep. I mean, you eat a piece of cake the next hour and you forgot that you were even editing that video. So there's a lot of things that for me is, you know, pushing through those things that you don't quote want to do so that you can do what you actually want to do is very important. If you can overlook 
the idea of like, man, I want to do what I love every single day. Like that takes time. The people that got into that, that takes time. You don't just all of a sudden do what you love and money's rolling in and you can afford a house, you can afford a car and you can afford to travel. It does not work that way. Do what you don't like to do so that one day you can afford to do what you love. That's the bottom line. And if if you can adopt that mentality, if you can adopt that just ability to be able to work through those emotions, working through, oh man, this sucks. Like you'll be successful. You will be successful in business. You'll be able to get through things. You'll be able to work through challenges. You'll be able to move on to the next business. That's actually going to help you enjoy life a little bit more. And honestly, I just wanted to to touch on this because I get asked a lot, like, what do you do? Uh, everything. Like literally, that's how I respond. I'm like, I don't even know. I do it all. Um, so I'm in real estate. I'm in business with a few other people. Um, I'm an influencer. I, I've got all kinds of stuff going on. I'm about to be a builder, or I am a builder at this point, actually. So I'm not about to be. I'm about to start another project for Nico's Property Show. If you haven't seen that channel, go check it out. It's on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, you name it. It's everywhere. Um, it's just out there in the metaverse. But anyways, um, so just lots of things going on where I just do it all. And you got to be able to just, if you want to do that many different things, focus on one of them to make as most money as you can. You can't just jump into 15 different things at once and think that's how you're going to get ahead. You got to focus on something at first, build that up, and then that will be able to supplement the things that you actually want to do around you. Okay, focus on something, do really good at it. And then once you're, you know, 30, 35 years old, we got so much time. People are in their 20s freaking out thinking that their life is over. Dude, you got like 80 years left on your lifespan. You're not even halfway through your life. You've barely been alive. Some people in their 30s are freaking out. Like, bro, you literally still have like 47 years to live. You ain't even got halfway through your life. Don't freak out about things that you ain't got no control over. Your age is your age. Just because you're 30 doesn't mean you need to be comparing yourself to the next 30-year-old millionaire. You need to be making sure that whatever you're making is enough to support you, your family, and whatever else you got going on. The type of lifestyle you want to live is not dependent upon somebody else's bank account. You need to make sure that you have enough money. You work hard enough to make sure that your life is where it needs to be. Stop freaking out over age. There's people that didn't start businesses until their 50s. Like uh, the McDonald's guy, Ray, Ray Kroc. Like I think he started getting into that whole McDonald's thing when he was like in 55. I watched The Founder on Netflix. Great movie, by the way. Go watch it if you haven't. Literally, the guy was like in his 50s and started getting into the McDonald's situation. And then he built up his wealth. And people are here in their 20s freaking out because they're not a millionaire like the next guy says he is on TikTok. Stop worrying about what everybody else is doing. Focus on what you got going on. Build your skills. Develop everything that you have within you. Develop those soft skills. Develop those hard skills. Develop communication skills. If you can communicate effectively in life, you will open so many doors and so many opportunities to where business becomes just a part of your life. At that point, you're networking on a daily basis. You're meeting people. They're meeting you. They're excited to meet you. They're excited to sell someone about you. They're excited to be like, man, I met this guy that's so awesome at the airport. You got to get to know him. Here's his number. Here's his Instagram or whatever it is. And all of a sudden you're doing things that you never would have thought before. And all of a sudden your, your business life is growing. Your career is growing and you're meeting people that you never would have thought you would meet because you learned how to develop your communication skills. If you can communicate effectively in this lifetime, you will be so successful. You just got to use that voice you were blessed with. So anyways, that was a lot. I uh, just wanted to give you a background right there. I want to talk about business. I want to talk about what I do and encourage you to grow yourself daily, groom yourself daily so that you can grow into the business person you want to be. So you can grow into that career that you want. You don't have to start your own business. You can work for companies all day long. There's CEOs that are making $50 million a year. You can work up to that one day. 
That is perfectly fine. That is perfectly okay. That is a great career to have. You can you don't even have to be a CEO. You can make $100,000 a year. As long as it works for you and your family, as long as you're able to live the life that you want, that's all you need to be worried about. So grow in what you know, develop yourself, work on these different skills, become the best version of yourself, and watch how your business career and everything flourishes. I hope this helps you guys. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. I want to give you my background a little bit of how I got into what I got into. And when people ask me, what do you do? I still don't know the answer truly. It takes like, this actually took 24 minutes to discuss. So um, hopefully that puts a little a little bit of a sprinkle of knowledge on everybody. And I hope y'all actually learned something from it. I appreciate your time and I'll see you on the next one.